Sunday, October the 18th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. So here we are on this Harvest Sunday, thinking about these verses in Philippians, these joy-filled verses. And here it comes again in verse 18 of chapter 1 of Paul's letter to the Philippians. He says, because of this, I rejoice. Because of this, I am filled with joy. So what's this? What is he talking about in this part of the letter? Well, quite simply, if you read the preceding verses, it's another conundrum, if you like. But what's causing Paul to rejoice is that the gospel is bearing fruit. He's expressing the joy of gospel fruit. And he describes it like this. He he says there's something really weird that's happening, something unexpected that's happening. Now that I am in chains, so I, the missionary, am locked up in house arrest, it would look as though the gospel impact should be shrinking and constricting. But in fact, he says, now that I'm in chains, the gospel is spreading even more. He talks about the gospel spreading amongst the palace where he's being uh, held. He talks about uh, amongst the palace guard. He talks about the way that people beyond the palace guard are hearing the message because of his chains. Somehow God's turning this whole situation around. And even though he is in chains, the gospel is continuing to spread. And more than that, not only is the whole palace guard hearing the gospel, not only are people beyond the palace guard hearing the gospel, but Paul puts it like this, that the Christians themselves are having a renewed courage. They are strengthened in sharing their faith and talking about uh, the Lord. It's an uh, amazing turnaround. And Paul says, even though I'm in chains, I rejoice. I have much joy. I'm taking the pleasure from this situation that the gospel is bearing fruit. I particularly wanted to talk about this part of the letter to the Philippians on this particular Sunday because we're thinking about being thankful and our sense of harvest, acknowledging God's provision and giving thanks uh, for it. I don't know whether it's because of lockdown uh, or whether it it happens, it's just that in the rush of life it, it passes us by, but I've become much more conscious of people sharing the joy of the fruits of their labour, quite literally. There's been a, a, a renewed emphasis on our gardens, hasn't there, through this summer, as some of the photos that we've seen already today have uh, reminded us. And what I've been conscious of is that sense of joy that people have found in the fruit of their labours, quite literally their their garden fruit, when the first tomato uh, appears, 
when the, they dig up their crop of potatoes and there's a bumper crop, when the first turnip comes or the first strawberry or the biggest strawberry or the tallest sunflower, what are people doing? They're taking a sense of pride and joy in what's happening and then usually they're taking a picture, clicking share and posting it on some social media site somewhere because they want to share their joy with others that we all might share in the joy. And that's just with a tomato or a turnip or a potato or a strawberry. Here in Philippians, Paul is saying, how much more do we share in the joy of the gospel bearing fruit? And it's bearing fruit in an unlikely place, the palace, the Roman palace guard, at an unlikely time when he is in chains. Just pause and think about that for a moment. The power of the gospel, it's bearing fruit in an unlikely place at an unlikely time. There is always so much joy to share in gospel fruit. And Jesus talked about that, didn't he? He told three gospel stories about a, a, a farmer who lost one of his sheep. And a woman who'd lost one of her coins and a, a father who'd lost one of his sons. And the stories go the same way. The, the shepherd, the woman, the, the, the father, they effectively go looking, waiting, longing until that which is lost, the, the, the sheep or the coin or the son, uh, is found again. And have you noticed, and uh, it, it became you know, sort of underlined again afresh as we've been thinking about joy in this season, the sense of rejoicing that there is at the end of each of those stories. The, the, the shepherd rejoices that he's found the sheep and the woman rejoices that she's found the coin and the father rejoices that his son that was lost is, is now found. Tremendous moments of joy. And in that telling, in the telling of those stories, Jesus says, it's just a picture of what heaven's like. Do you know what Jesus says? There's just such joy when one person, when one sinner, when someone who's lost is found, when someone who's far from God rediscovers God, when someone who's outside the kingdom comes in, when someone who needs rescuing is rescued. Jesus says in heaven, there's just a great sense of party and celebration and rejoicing over every single person who comes to faith and today more people around the world will come to faith at any other time in history can you imagine the joy and the celebration that there is in heaven right now all over the world the gospel is bearing fruit and Paul says hey there's there's much joy to share in this gospel that is bearing uh, fruit everywhere it's not just of course when people come to faith for the first time. But there are all kinds of gospel fruit to share in. When someone moves a little closer to trusting in Jesus, there's gospel fruit right there. And we should take joy and share the joy in that moment. When someone receives an answer to their prayers, 
That's gospel fruit. When someone is healed, that's gospel fruit. When someone steps out in obedience or hears God's voice or responds to a call, who who just becomes Jesus with the people and in the place where they have been put, all of that is gospel fruit. And Paul says, even though I'm in chains, I am so full of joy because the gospel continues to spread. The kingdom of God continues to advance. There are breakthroughs here, there and everywhere. And then I notice something else. Not in Philippians, but in those three stories that Jesus told about the, the, the sheep and the coin and the, uh, and the son. Three things in common. That I guess I always knew was there, but again, I just saw it afresh in a new way. The shepherd, he comes home with the one sheep that he has found and he is rejoicing. He's singing the latest worship song as he carries the sheep home in his arms or across his shoulders. But then notice, what does he do? What's the next thing that he does? He calls his friends and neighbours. He shares the joy. And then again with the woman, did you notice that? The woman who uh, has been looking all around her house for the lost coin, when she finds it, she's been all day in her house looking for that lost coin, but when she finds it, she is so filled with joy that she rushes out of her house and again goes to friends, goes to friends and neighbours and shares the joy with them. And notice what happens with the father. What does he do? He says, hey, do you know what? Do you know what? Uh, Let's have a party. Let's call in the friends and neighbours. We've got to celebrate because this son of ours, which was lost, is now found. Share the joy. Share the joy of gospel fruit. So this week, all around, the gospel is growing. Take joy, take the pleasure from it, but also share it. Friends and neighbours, look what I've seen. Look what I've heard. See and know what God is doing. And so as we remember God's provision in the fruit of our labours, Let's also be aware that the gospel is bearing fruit all around us. And let's, like Paul, take joy and pleasure in it and share that joy one with another. God bless you this week. We're going to pray together now. And as it's harvest, we're going to focus mostly on saying thank you to God, but also praying for our harvest appeal. So let's pray together. It is good to give you thanks and praise. And we know that joy begins with thankfulness. So wherever we are right now, in our lounges, watching with others or watching alone, why don't you just say thank you to God for whatever it is that you're thankful for today? Why don't you use your voice out loud and just say thank you God for? Go for it. Together as your people, across this town, across this nation, across this world, we say thank you. Thank you for your sustaining 
presence. Thank you for the daily blessings you pour on us. Thank you for the gifts of one another that you give us. Thank you that we are part of your big family and therefore we have brothers and sisters in Christ. And thank you that you are always with us. We turn today to pray for our harvest appeal and especially for the Feet for the Street community. We pray for that community who are being served so faithfully by the team from Elevenses and Feet for the Street. We pray for everyone without a home today or a safe place to live. You know their names, God, you know where they are and you love each and every one of them. Keep them safe this week, we pray. Watch over them as they sleep and as they live. For those in cycles of addiction, may we see breakthrough and freedom. For those who are seeking you, may they find you. Thank you for all of those serving this community. We thank you for our own team and pray that as they give food parcels out, the love that you have for each of them may show through in the way we serve. We thank you for other organisations such as Reap for Freedom, the Winter Night Shelter, Hope in Action and many others working with those without homes at this time. We pray that you equip and provide each of them so that they can continue to show your love. So, Lord, we lift up the Feet for the Street and Elevenses community and we thank you for them and pray blessing on them in your name. And help us, Lord, this week to spot the things that we can say thank you for. May we live knowing that you are the God who provides and may we live with praise on our lips for you are worthy, you are good and you are our God. In Jesus' name. Amen.